Soldier Field, 24-17. Bears trying to get their 10th win. Here's the boot up in the air. Going up for it. Allen Robinson, he's got it! I want to see the Bears give him an opportunity to prove that he can do this. He's caught the ball at the 43-yard line. When all the signs in the world were there. I think that'll be a fade to black moment with Allen Robinson taking it out of the air. That's what you're really hoping for that they really contribute to the team each year, and that you build a great base and foundation. And these loyal fans have been rewarded for their loyalty. It was, it was, it was awesome. It's, we picked up right where we left off. It was fantastic. And they have a Bears team to be proud of right now. Takes the snap, takes a knee, they head to the field. The Bears have won it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of 34 to Glory. I'm your host, Tyler Flesh, joined by my father and co-host, Brian Flesh. Hey there. <clears throat> you know, this. I was thinking as we came on board that the words of Dr. Seuss describe our offense perfectly. Stink, stank, stunk. Yeah, that was a horrible game. We're recording on a Wednesday, too, and what's even worse is our game against the Packers is, again, going to be in prime time because they have 12 days to flex that game. They did not flex that so game. So they must have thought that the national audience would like to see another football game with no offense when the Bears get the ball. No, I think that what they wanted to see clearly is Aaron Rodgers. Just have a dominant performance. That's well, all they wanted. Yeah, well, they'll, they, they may just get their wish. <sighs> it is tough, gang, to be a Bears fan at this point in time. We knew this team was not who they pretended to be when we were 5-1. and one. We were very clear about that. Yeah, we're really bad. Um, let's get into the game a little bit here. The play calling we switched over with Bill Lazor did not seem to help at all. No, at first, in the first quarter, I thought, oh, hey, we look like we got a little bit of zip, a little bit of, you know, motion going on, but it did not last long. No, it did not. I think this team is an absolute train wreck. Uh, we'll get into later how we think we can solve this. It, offensively, the the output to not even score a single touchdown in a game against a Minnesota team that was clearly vulnerable. Oh, my goodness. They're, um, <clears throat> I think they're like, they, they're 22nd in terms of points given up. I mean, I mean and this is a team you can score on. Well, we can't. Other NFL well, we can't, teams can't. I mean, we're not even talking about that, Dad. We're not going to go down that road of... We're, we're just not. We can't score on any team. It doesn't matter if it's the Vikings. It doesn't matter. We could barely beat the Vi Falcons, who have the worst defense in the league. That's not, and that's not an issue. It's not a testament to any other team's defense. It is solely a testament to how bad our offense is. And that's all there is to it. We can't go down these roads of, well, it was, you know, it was us. It's always us. We're, we're that bad. I don't understand. Let's look. I just listen. I can't help it. This podcast is going to be a shit show and it's going to be negative because I am fed up. I am literally I, I'm, I'm in a bad mood because let me tell you why I'm in a bad mood. 
Again, our defense played phenomenal. Khalil Mack gets an interception. He's out there intercepting the ball. He ripped it away from Adam Thielen. The Vikings did not play good. Again, Hakeem Hicks is a very underrated player. He gets taken out of the game, then Dalvin Cook starts running the ball better. Right, right. I was going to say, even with Hakeem out of the game, which, by the way, was cl- we're clearly a different team uh, on the defensive side of the ball when Hakeem's in there, but clearly we did a very good job with Cook, holding him to yardage. I mean, he's had, you know, this is a guy who's cranked off 200-yard games this year. I thought we did a good job. It's phrasing on that. Yeah, it. What's that? I said you might want to you might want to work on the uh, phrasing on I, how you cranked off. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> that, that means something totally different than running the ball. <laughs> At least all you right. lighten the mood a little all, bit. Here. All right, all I, right. I, I you I, you did a good job by lighting the mood because I I am telling you, man, I am just I relived this game and it irritates the bejesus out of me like i just can't get over what we're doing i can't understand it um i have a question for you let's look we've tried to harp on the defense everyone knows how good our defense is what is Nagy's job now is it just to sit there and look like a dumbass with a headset on and a, and a little face guard well that's kind of the way it looked the other night you know, who knows? Um, well, the reason I ask that is because you, me, and the entire world could tell, hey, guess what? Every third down, the Vikings are going to do an all-out blitz. We yeah. did not adjust to it. We did not adapt to it. Bill Lazor didn't call anything short. See, I thought that was the strategy that Nagy was going to be this, I'm going to see the larger picture guy and then could make those adjustments because he didn't have to worry about calling the offensive plays. Well, I didn't see any larger strategy or adjustments made at all. So you bring up a great question. I mean, how many of us said, okay, we've seen a Bill Lazor offense run. We've seen a Matt Nagy offense run. It's the same offense game. Well, yeah, because they're obsessed with the Cordell jet sweep, the Cordell Patterson jet sweep. What, they're what, obsessed. May I ask, in terms of outcome, what we see in that? Can we talk about how the longest run we've had in two weeks now is Barkevius Mingo on a trick play? <laughs> that is so sad. We uh, Jordan Howard got released from the... Uh, the Dolphins, we will not pick him up. We need to address the elephant in the room. And the elephant is in the room is that you can't sit there and not get any kind of running back. Miller, listen, if people like Miller, I'm sorry. I'm not like he's obviously not ready. They barely put him in this game. They didn't do anything. LeGarrette Blunt was was waived. We didn't take a sh- we didn't even put a waiver in on him. If we put a waiver in, we get him. Listen, we, but hold on. Le'Veon Bell, we we're not doing anything. Now Le'Veon was a different story cuz he got to choose where he'd go. But we're not putting forth an effort. We've like given up. The organization has given up before the fans. Yeah, I I think that's very clear. 
listen, I'm not against Lamar Miller as an individual, but Lamar, he was done long before the Bears picked him up, okay? He he is a emergency chess piece that you put in there, and we saw what happened. So if we had the courage and the gonads to pick Jordan Howard up, that would be the play to go. But, we, but we, we're not going to. We're not going to. And, and that's sad because it does show that we're okay with who we've got. And whenever you're okay with who you've got and you're moving in a bad, bad football losing direction, that says a whole lot more about the team. Look, Nick Foles is who we thought he was. I tried to get up for him just because Trubisky was so, so bad. Nick Foles, man, that first interception, I I know a lot of people are saying it's on Anthony Miller. I completely disagree. Um, He's running one way. The ball is slightly behind him, and it hits the tops of his fingers. He's open. He puts it on him. He catches the ball. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. That's on Nick Foles. And then later in the game, to win the game, Nick Foles had a fairly clean pocket, and he stepped up and he overthrew him for the game-winning touchdown. In fact, there has now been a meme put out with Mooney and Robinson and Miller where they all keep running and keep getting overthrown after they've burnt their corner and they're wide open. The problem with all of this is this is the exact outcome of when you build a team to succeed with an early round draft pick and you take a big old swing and you miss completely. And thanks to Ryan Pace and his big old swing where there were three available quarterbacks and you only had to, and you picked the wrong one, the two other ones panning out and you picked the wrong one. Thanks to your big old swing, you have now put this club and I'm not being overdramatic here, folks. You put us in the hole for at least another decade. The, the Where we're at, the, you have to build with a quarterback. He's traded away all our first-round picks. He hasn't hit on a first-round pick in a long time. If ever, I'm so scared of the future right now. Because we are in a total rebuild, and we continue to keep hanging on to nothing, but we keep keep trying to hang on to it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. You know, every Bear fan can see it, right? You just don't need a quarterback. We don't have an offensive line. So this is, this is not just the Bears' perennial problem year after year after year of is. not having a quarterback. But no, but it is. I disagree. I completely disagree. It is. Why he knew he had a problem. He goes out and he trades for Nick Foles. Why? No, what I I, I think you mis, misunderstood what I'm saying. Every, this has been a pattern with our Chicago Bears long before Ryan Pace ever got here. We're just carrying the same pattern forward. Bear fans have been sick of the same pattern of quarterback after quarterback no, after quarterback. No, we are talking about the same thing. We are. I, I completely agree with you, but he he's the one that screwed us, Dan. Because, and let me explain to you why. Like I just mentioned, 
You have three quarterbacks. You moved up and you chose the wrong one. The other two panned out just fine. That swing put us behind for decade, for a decade at least. Well, it it did put us behind. I'm not so sure I agree with the decade. It it put us way behind. We're, because you're going to have to not only get a quarterback, you've got one guy on the offensive where, line that I trust. You, where are you going to get that quarterback? Well, that is a great question. Where are you going to make the room? Depends on how much we clean house. But that's the problem. How long does it take to rebuild? Years. We gave Ryan Pace a rebuilding opportunity for five years. He has now put us even deeper in the ground than when he got here. This is the sad truth. If you think to yourself that we're not going to be behind by at least a decade, then we're going to need a miracle. And by a miracle, we're going to need to get rid of all our assets we're need we're going to need to actually you know normally we do this show at the end of the podcast but i i don't even want to talk about the game cuz only scoring 7 points and playing the way we played we need to talk about the future so what i'm saying is you can't take that big of a swing and miss when you have the whole foundation laid out but you don't have the foundation they thought they did, and they built around it, and the house collapsed. So now you have to start over, and you cannot win, and you cannot get a good quarterback. Remember when I talked to you on an earlier episode, and I said, would you tank? And you said, absolutely not. Would you tank now? Yes. Because we can't do it with this defense. Goodbye, Khalil Mack. You deserve better. Goodbye, Eddie Jackson. You deserve better. Goodbye, Will Fuller. You deserve better. We cannot win with what we... We cannot move up in a draft and try to find someone. We have too much talent on the defensive side of the ball. And it is killing us. Because the only reason we're in games is because of our defense. If we didn't have a defense, we'd be getting blown out. Oh, yeah, we would We would be looking very much like uh, the 0-9 and nine Jets. Yeah, so what do you do? Because that's my suggestion. I, I don't know what we do at this time. All I know is we need a new quarterback. I didn't quarterback. say what we do. I said, what would you do? Here's what, what I would do. What do you do? Here's what I would do. I would be looking for, are, are there any hidden gems that are on current But haven't squads? we done this? Haven't we done this? Well, we have, but here's the deal. Unless we tank every single the rest of the games, we're not going to be in a I'm place not talking to pick about, a quarterback. I'm not talking about that. You're misunderstanding. We are in a hole. To get out of this hole, we have to get rid of everyone. I'm not saying this year. We have no chance of getting Fields or getting Lawrence. That's gone. And this is what I'm talking about by a decade. And I'm trying to enlighten people, and, and, and people are out there probably thinking in their head, what is he on about, a decade? Think about it, man. I had an interesting conversation with DMs over with Curtis. 
Curtis said that he feels like the monsters of the midway have been ingrained into our heads where we're always going to have the best defense, but that's also always going to hurt us for draft potential. So then we do have to find those hidden gems, which you're talking about, right? But they don't exist because we have a shit organization and we have a very big problem on our hand. This is why I'm saying the decade thing. I am not making this up. I am not trying to be overdramatic. But again and again and time after time, guys, we haven't won a Super Bowl since 1985. We haven't been to a Super Bowl since 2006, and we have not won a playoff game since 2009. Now we get this young kid that comes in by the name of Ryan Pace, and all he does is dig us a hole further into the ground. How are we going to climb out of that in the next five years? Because a decade's 10. I don't see five, and I barely see a decade. I don't have the answers for it. All I know is it's very clear to me as a Bears fan that you you need a you need a franchise quarterback. But which that's we don't all have. you need. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's all you need. You need that, and what I mean by that, and let me add some context to it. You have to start there before you can build oh, a team. Yeah, you got to get you got to get your man right. If right. you don't get your man, you're you're just done in this league. Every every NFL team worth its salt knows that. Now here's the deal. Let's say we get our man. The only person I trust on our offensive line is Cody. That's the only person I think that's worth saving. But that doesn't matter. Honestly, the offensive line does not matter because you can't get that piece. Do you see where I'm coming from? I understand your point, and your point is very valid. But let's just focus on the piece that we cannot land, that we have maybe never, ever, ever, ever landed as a franchise. Well, we still talk about Sid freaking Luckman. I know. Well, you know, and, and I was sitting here. Why do Bears fans like us talk about quarterbacks like most people talk about winning the lottery? Exactly, because I think about what you just said, and I'm not trying to pick on you, but you ought, you said, well, let's get the piece, now offensive line. Disagree. I don't care about the entire team. I care about that one piece, and then we can build, and then we can start over. So a uh, question back to you. How do we get that piece? I. This is going to be hard to understand. You trade everyone. You get rid of everyone. Everyone that's valuable, everyone that's good. You're going to have to build a team to tank. It's just the bottom line. It's the bottom line. And you cannot, you cannot, and I repeat, cannot keep pissing away first-round draft picks. You need to accumulate by trading with bad teams, like the Jets. You like the Bengals. You need to find the teams that you feel like are going to be bad. And you need to take a shot. Now, to your point, we could get lucky. And we could find a hidden gem. Who do you think the hidden gem that's already playing in the league that you would take a chance with? That is a really, really good question. Because I don't I, think I don't think there is one. I, I'm not seeing... I'm not seeing a lot right now, right off the bat. Um, a few years ago, I might have said a guy like Jason Hill could could be someone you could build off of. Taysom Hill. Is it Hasten? Taysom. Taysom? Okay. 
Um, you said Jason. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're fine. It's a late it, night. I, I messed up, man. I so, was just making, no, I was just making sure everyone knew who you, I knew yeah, who you were talking yeah. about. I speak your language. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it, son. So uh, basically, he's he's kind of like the second or maybe third backup. He's also thirty years old. He's twenty nine. I did not know that. Is he that old? Yeah. So so here's here's why here's why he comes to mind is because he's over glorified by the saints. Well, nah, not necessarily. But, I think he is. But, but you know he, he he you know in this in this league, if you look at the the people who are are really pretty successful. Um, in this league, the Kyle Murray's, the uh, Kyler, Kyler Murray. I'm messing up names terrible You're tonight. Fine. I'm sorry, son. Um, but you know, look at Seattle's quarterback. I mean, Russell lot, Wilson. Russell Wilson. It's okay. Lots you can of get people. Your confidence back. Lots. I believe in you, man. <laughs> lots of lots of good quarterbacks in this league. To be a good quarterback in this league, um, generally you have to have a set of legs on you. And you generally have to have a pretty good arm, right? I mean, there's not a lot of... You don't see a lot of... Aaron uh, Rodgers may be the last no, pure pocket passer. He's not a pure pocket passer. He just rushed for a touchdown last week. Yeah. What he's does he not. always look he so always, slow to me? But he always has... He's probably, it's probably because he's a Packers. Like, he looks so slow to me. He's not that slow, man. He, right. he gets rushing yards. I don't like to give Aaron Rodgers any credit for anything. And um, so, I, I guess to where I was going with that is that we've got to find a mobile quarterback. I think we have to find a mobile quarterback, but obviously a quarterback who can throw the ball. But all the quarterbacks coming out now are that mobile quarterback or that that's the hybrid. That's the future. Use your leg as if you need to, but focus on the arm first. I mean, we had that in Deshaun Watson. You had that in Patrick Mahomes yeah. and, so, and you, and you missed. So let's say there's no one, there's no one hidden gem, as I called it, sitting there as a backup on any NFL team. Uh, so where where does that leave us, man? I, I've told you, and I'll, do so you want me just, to repeat it just, again? Or just, I mean, so I mean, so you're basically saying we're going to have a fire sale. That is the only way to. We owe it to those players. They we can't have great players keep sticking around on losing teams. We don't have a head coach. We don't have an, a front office. Uh, you need the McCaskies need to fire everyone involved. Uh, you know, and uh, interesting. I heard Michael Wilbon today on ESPN. Theo Epstein of the Cubs has been released, and he thought, "Why doesn't Chicago go get Theo to run the Bears?" Now I don't know about that. Uh, baseball, there's no salary cap. It works differently. I don't know how that, easy it is to switch teams like that. I really don't know. That doesn't sound right to me. I mean, I think we need to get someone in office who is better with analytics. I think we need a coach who's better with analytics. We need to stop going for the we, like. The analytics are helpful. Like you need to start going for it on fourth down when teams don't think you can. When you have a defense that is that damn good, go for it. Because let me ask you something. If you go for it inside your own 20 and you have the best red defense in the league, what does that hurt? Sure, they might get a field goal. Sure, they might get a touchdown. But you know what they don't get? They don't get the ability to wear that defense out and go all the way up the field for a field goal. Instead, it's just a couple of plays. 
Granted. That I, does not hurt. But guess what? They won't do it because they're old school. Every single coach in this league is old school. Every single GM is starting to be old school. You're not seeing the innovation. Well, yeah. I, I think a couple teams that come to my mind that I think are especially good at going forward on fourth down is the Indianapolis Colts. I think they do a great job. I actually think um, Kansas City Chiefs do a do a pretty decent somewhat, job. But not I mean it's very <laughs> it's me. it's somewhat. It's very suspect. It's not as much as why wouldn't you go for it more? Kansas City doesn't have the same defense we do. You need to go for it and you need to take that risk. So, I mean, overall, what's the, what what is there left that we can even say in terms of this it's just a train wreck and we're saying okay clean house get rid of everyone start from scratch and next year's a new year right i mean that's no that's not what we're saying at all that's what i don't believe we're saying because what we're saying is what we want to happen not what will happen so and I don't even think you're going to be able to clear house like that in one year. It's just not it's not possible. But what you do need to do is you need to start trading players. You need to you need to start evaluating other teams across the league and you need to start making trades with those teams who you think are going to be bad next year so that you can can accumulate draft picks in the first round instead of pissing them away. Now, with doing that, I guess you can try to start to build your your team and maybe by doing so, maybe you find out, maybe you go out. Okay, we have two options here, okay? And I want to be very clear with these two options. You either clean house or you do what I'm about to say. You say, okay, maybe this team's good enough. Maybe we do hold on to all our assets. Maybe now we go out and we trade for someone, a quarterback who's proven, maybe a quarterback who's fed up with their situation, you find that quarterback, but you do not break the you do not break the bank on that, and then you try to win that way. To me, yeah, okay, maybe that works. I don't really see anyone who would come over here and make a very impactful statement. And like you brought up earlier, like if you do bring over someone really good, okay, well you have a short time to build that offensive line to compete and hold that person up, you know, and can you bring that in with all the cap damage that Ryan Pace has done? Right. Right. I've just seen too many times in the NFL where that you bring in, um, young, really good quarterbacks. Peyton Manning was an excellent example of the first year. I thought Peyton Manning was going to end up in the intensive care unit his offensive line was so bad. I mean, they were they just killed. He got killed. I think um, you're mixing him up with Andrew Luck. No, no. P Peyton Manning, in his first year with the, the Colts, got cream. I really think you're mixing this up with Andrew Luck. No, I'm not. Andrew I'm not. Luck statistically was the most quarter in his first three years. No quarterbacks ever been hit more. I, I'm I'm telling you the number of bad hits that Peyton Manning took his first year was just incredible to watch. So whether it's Peyton Manning, whether it's Andrew Luck, the bottom line is if you get a franchise-type quarterback, 
you also, at some point in time, have got to get him protected. And that sometimes takes a couple years to do. So you, so you, you just better hope the guy's a good scrambler. Because on our offensive line right now, even if you've got a good quarterback behind that offensive line, he's going to have issues. Do you disagree with that? If you no, put if no. you put a good quarterback behind our no. offensive line right now, they're they're going to be better, but they're going to have issues. I disagree a little bit, a little bit on that. Um, you've seen players open though. You've seen misthrown balls. We lost the game against Vikings Monday night. Anthony Miller was wide open. He wasn't being rushed. So a quarterback could make those throws. You're better. So yes and no. Yes and no, to be honest. You need someone that can just make simple throws, and we don't have that. That's my opinion. So an average quarterback can make simple throws. Uh, what are you trying to... I don't so where you're going. You don't... I mean, where I'm going with it is we need a quarterback who is... Uh, a franchise guy. No, we don't. Any- Not right now. But like, you just asked me. Wait, I'm so confused by your question. You asked if someone in the league now that if we got would struggle with our offensive line. I said no, and you said, well, an average quarterback could make those throws. But we don't even have that. Right. But everyone else in the league is pretty average. Like you could name and and like you could go down the line. I'll, I'll tell you who could make that throw. I believe Sam Darnold could make that throw. I believe Matthew Stafford would easily make that throw. Uh, Tom Brady, Payne Manning, maybe even Jameis Winston makes that throw. That was an easy throw, Dad. He stepped up in the pocket, no real pressure. That was an easy throw. Nick Foles is seeing ghosts out there. Nick Foles is having a lot of problems. Nick Foles is not good, and the offense is definitely not catered to him or helping him out by any means. But I don't think our... Okay, our offensive line's atrocious, but we don't even have anyone competent at that position. Uh, Granted, I'm not going to argue with that. But you've seen all the misthrows, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen one or two of them, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. So I'm a little confused. I'm not trying to argue with you. I'm just saying I personally don't think the offensive line is as big as a problem as what we're making it out to be. We're also not adjusting. When you're getting all out blissed on every third down and you're not doing a thing about it, we have a problem. Coaching is a major problem right now. Yeah, I, I don't think it's one thing. I think we have multiple issues going on. From, from coaching to the offensive line, obviously the quarterback position is it, it continues to be a, a huge issue for us. It's, uh, it's just so frustrating. Just so frustrating right now to be a Bears fan. And I know everyone out there. But what would you way. do in that situation? Do you try to go out now? resolve it by finding a quarterback, like I said, or do you clean house? You would really have to, if, if, you would really have to have some inside information that we don't have on a quarterback to 
try to go out and get s- someone currently in the NFL you know you free want agency. It. No, no, you wouldn't. Like, listen, here's what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying free agency. You make a move. Who do you make a move for? Like, you're, you're, you're focused on free agency and stuff like that. I'm saying everyone's available. Everyone has their price. Who do you go after? Do you go after anyone or do you restart? I think you got to restart. I think you can go after someone. And I said his name already. I think you go after Matthew Stafford if you're going to go. Why not? He's been on that team forever. He's good, man. He can throw the ball. He can throw it pretty far and pretty competent. And he can get game-winning drives. You are correct on that. Think that think that that is a even realistic well let me look up his contract because i i i just don't see a guy like i mean people at the beginning of the year were talking about um, green bay letting aaron Rodgers go because they they drafted a quarterback i no well come on man he has like five years on his i know i know but that talk was out there you know it was no was it though it the was. media was talking. The media, no, no well, one. The media me- is out there. No, no, no. But no real football expert was saying that. That was just gas baggery. That wasn't real. He was. I love that. Well, I love that term, by the way, gas baggery. Well, seriously, where's he going? He's not going to leave. Yeah. He's under so, contract. So no one's going to. Who would pay? A, I'm not putting a first round for Aaron Rodgers. So, so we got Stafford as a possibility. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else out there that I really would um, go after. Matthew Stafford would be a free agent in in three years. In three years, okay. I mean, he has a piece. Of, his last contract was uh, five years, 135 million, including a fifty dollar, a fifty million dollar signing bonus. Ninety-two million guaranteed. So I mean, so so let me ask. That, I mean that that's too far out there. I'm not gonna lie. Um, so let me ask this: What about um, how about on some really cruddy teams? Are there quarterbacks right now that have quote potential that are on really cruddy teams that if they actually got on a team that had a good defense could do something? But here's the problem, though. You have to take away potential now. What are you trying to do? With Stafford, you need a veteran. Okay. In my scenario, you need a veteran. You don't need potential. Potential doesn't get you anywhere. Potential is is a road to nowhere. Because potential is not going to pan out for you in the time that you need potential to. If you want to do the quick fix, you need someone to come in here who's a veteran, who knows how to win games, and you need that now. You don't have time to develop someone. So if you're going to do that, you might as well restart the whole program. You, if, if we want the quick Band-Aid fix, we need to go find someone who we can get, who can start, and who can make an, an immediate impact. Yeah, I, I just don't know realistically if that someone is really available. Well, let's go down the list. Let's think. Is there anyone out there? Stafford's probably not going to happen. Rodgers isn't going to happen. 
Is there anyone out there who sticks out in your mind to where we're like, you know, maybe, maybe that person. I think, uh, I think we missed on a couple. I think Teddy Bridgewater would have been decent. I don't know if he could have been the quarterback to get it done and take us over the edge. So I'm going to, I'm going to hold back on that. So do you think a guy like uh, the mustache man himself is still got potential if uh, the... But but now I'm not talking. See, you want the potential. Well, no. I, I So wait a second. It's more than potential. I use the word potential, but... Um, but you want, has, but, but you want, but you you really think you can develop him to be a quarterback at this point that quick? Because I mean, we're talking the turnaround has to be immediate hey, impact. Hey, you're asking, and I'm throwing out ideas. No, 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 no. And the ideas you're throwing out are not immediate impacts, in my opinion. You don't think Minshew would could be an immediate impact? Absolutely not. No chance. We need impact. We need veteran. We need. We don't need Minshew. I mean, what? Well, what? We don't have time for Minshew. We have an aging defense. Okay, we're not getting any younger on that side of the ball. We just tied up a shitload of cap room and Robert waste of money Quinn. If you're going down that route, you need immediate impact. Man, and you had immediate impact with Tom Brady. You're not gonna get immediate impact from players that. Uh, you see where I'm going. I see where with you're this? going, but I honestly cannot think of an immediate impact player that's available right now. I mean, I I'm I'm going through the different conferences in my head. Which thank you, and it leads me all to my next point. All right. Are you focused now? Not full of shit, am I? The decade thing? Uh-huh. That's a real thing now, isn't it? We've gone through the scenarios. Now you're thinking in your head, maybe shit, maybe he was right. Maybe we are in the hole for another decade. That's a scary thought, Ty. It's the truth, though. I'm not on this podcast to blow fucking smoke up your ass. I'm on this podcast to tell you how real it is. He, what what Ryan Pace did, killed this team for years and years to come. Look at the stats I just said. Super Bowl, last one, 85. Last Super Bowl appearance, 06. Last time winning a playoff game, 09. Ryan Pace wasn't on any of those teams. Ryan Pace was brought in to do a fucking job that he could not do. And now he has buried us deeper and deeper into this hole. This is the sad reality that we all need to wake up to. I know I'm being negative on this podcast and super hard. But it needs to be said. No one is saying it. No one is saying it. We need to tank. We need to tank and find our quarterback. Or we are going to be running around as Bears fans in circles and circles and circles to come. I don't care if you sit out there and you think to yourself, well, there's no gamesmanship in that. Fuck gamesmanship. I don't care. We need to tank. It's more apparent than ever. What are you going to do? Just keep hoping that you find uh, the Tom Brady gem in the draft? Good luck. I don't think it's happening. Yeah, now that I'm clinically depressed, but perhaps more enlightened by what you just said. But it uh, needs to be said because all 
here here's the thing. Everything everyone's talking about out there on social media and stuff right now is just, yeah, we suck. Yeah, we're bad. Yeah, this is horrible. Well, I'm giving you things to fix, but no one wants to hear the tanking part. No one wants to hear that. Yeah. I think I think it's a hard reality to swallow. Well, yeah, but it's it's the facts. So, what are okay. you going to do? Yep. I get it. I mean, I know that this this was more of a. I, I feel bad mostly for our defense because Nagy's about to lose this locker room completely. Yeah, I mean, there, there's no doubt we're about five that. Five and five. Yeah, we're five and five now. About to be five and six. There's no way we're beating the Packers. Um, who knows the games we're gonna win down the road? I'm honestly rooting for us to lose every single one out. I think by then, there's no doubt about it that we have to start over and fire people. There's a strange... I have this strange thought in my head that that might not happen. If we win a couple more games, that we might keep holding on to people, and that's scary. See, see, that's my fear. You and I have talked about that. I I really, really do fear that ending up the season, even at 500, um, could not be enough of a mandate for change. We're not ending 500. I'm not worried about that. Who do you, why do you think we're ending 500? I said, even if we ended at 500, I didn't say we would end at oh, 500. I misheard you. Why are you even thinking 500, I guess? Um, just, just because I, it, it could happen. Okay. Let's go through this. I strongly disagree. Let's go through the schedule. We play the Packers next. Loss. Lions. Win. Loss. You think we beat the Lions? Mm-hmm. Twice. Mm-hmm. They're playing better than us. I gave you my answer. Texans. Win. I don't know, man. I don't I don't know about that one, man. You would think, right? Can we handle uh, J.J. Watt? I mean, he hasn't been the same player, but you've said it yourself, that offensive line. And is the blueprint out that they just blitz the hell out of us? Maybe. Vikings. Loss. Jaguars. Win. Not so sure. I think loss. If that Luton keeps playing like that, dude, that Luton is putting them in games, man. They are not. They almost beat the Packers last week in Lambeau. And then Packers again. Loss. So that puts us at 500 by my count. If no. if my scenario goes. No, because so three. we go five and six in your scenario, then six and six, then seven and six, then seven, then and, seven, seven and seven, seven, seven and eight, then eight and eight. I did. I there's no way. I don't see five hundred, man. I I know you don't. I just I just. I why, know you why? don't see it. You asked me if I saw it. I gave you this scenario uh, of it happening. Why Why do you think we can sweep the Lions and not sweep and not get one over on the Vikings? I just I just think that's the way it's going to go this year, and that's I think that is 
But you're the not scenario saying why. I'm, you're just that's your. I, I'm. I'm. That is mo- the scenario I'm most afraid of is ending up eight and eight. No, no, no. But I'm asking you specifically the Lions. Why? Why? I. I. You seem very, very confident, and I don't understand where that's illuminating from. Uh, I think that. I think we've pretty much always had the Lions number. Um, they did beat themselves when they played us last. Yes. And DeAndre Swift dropped a wide open pass to seal the they, game. They they did. And I can I can tell you some other Lions games that they played us in that they self-destructed too. I don't know. It's just it's just certain teams it feels to me like we've had their number. We've swept the Lions multiple times before. It's not a it's it, it's not a big thing to sweep the Lions. Um, so I think it's I think it's quite doable. I don't think um, I even think we could have could squeeze out a win over the Vikings, but the next game is at at uh, the Vikings at their stadium. And even though home games aren't a big advantage this year, um, I don't know. I just I I fear that we could go. Um, you know, eight and eight, and that that wouldn't be enough of a mandate for sweeping change. I don't think we go eight and eight. I don't think we. I hope I, we don't. I, I think you overlooked Houston, and I think you overlooked Jacksonville very quickly. You've been saying we're going to win that Jacksonville game for quite some time now, and they got a new quarterback, man. I, I don't. I don't see that being okay. I mean, that's at Jacksonville. Houston comes to us. Houston, yeah, maybe we can get a win. I don't see us losing to the I don't see us winning again. I mean, against the Vikings. I don't see us beating any team down the road. And let me explain. We're not even talking about Nick Foles getting carted off at the end. He went out. He has a hip pointer. Everyone's yelling for Trubisky to come back in. I think as Bears fans, we've had very, very short fucking stupid fucking memories. And I'm sorry. I, I'm getting so mad at this. We gave... Mitchell Trubisky, four years. We know what he is. So why on earth is everyone chanting for him to get back in the game? (laughs) He is just as bad as Nick Foles, if not worse. He can't make the throws, and everyone's like, well, with the offensive line and stuff. Guys, Trubisky got hurt on one play. He was in for one play. He is a glass man. And you want that glass man to run our team. We have said this on the pod. We have said it once, we have said it twice, we've said it a gazillion fucking times. Sign Colin Kaepernick, please. I don't care that he's been blackballed out of the league. That's who we need. I like There's it. your band-aid. I like it. There's your fucking band-aid, Dad. I like There's it. There's your immediate impact. See, I get so fired up because it's bullshit. Yeah, I like that. I'll take him any day. If you think he was being disrespectful by... Kneeling, that's fine. That's your prerogative. I personally, I'm not trying to get political or anything on this podcast. But what he did do, he did kneel, and now you're, and he said for police brutality, and you're seeing a lot of videos, and you're seeing a lot of stuff come up with that now. I don't know why he's blackballed for that, though. He asked an army, we've, we've talked about this. He asked an actual army ranger, because he was sitting down, and the ranger said that's too disrespectful. But you also kneel to get knighted. You kneel to genuflect for religion. 
If you still think that's disrespectful, that's fine. But my opinion is it's not it's not enough to get kicked out of blackballed out of this league. And there's a guy out there that we could really use right now, guys. So forget. I mean, I don't even know how good he is. I don't. I maybe I'm just blowing smoke up my own ass at this point, Dad. I'm so frustrated, so frustrated with our quarterback situation. I've been complaining this whole podcast, but you know what? For us, it's it's lethargic to get this out because the buildup is so ridiculous because I watch this team with you on a national stage, and it's embarrassing. Quit putting us on national TV. The games are horrible, but we watch because I'm a fan. I don't care how bad my team is. That's my fucking team. And I am going to sit there and I'm going to root for them and I'm going to watch them. But there is this is the weirdest season so far because there is that thought in the back of my head where I'm just like, for the first time in my life, I'm sitting here going, can we please just maybe start losing so we can get I've, this regime out of here? I've had that same thought in my head, Ty, and, and know exactly where that's coming from. I mean, I'm sorry I went on this rant, but I don't understand. Let's get back to the original, what I was saying. We've given Trubisky four years. Can you even comprehend why people are giving? We haven't even given Nick Foles one year. Foles one year. and the, I, I don't get that at all, but it, it is what it is. Dear Santa, all I want for Christmas is a quarterback But someday. On that note, though, Dad... You have to admit, when all he's going to give us is running ability. But I keep telling people, don't forget, they'll just scheme. They know his ability. They're going to scheme. Remember what every team said after that? If we can get him to stay in the pocket and make him play quarterback, we'll beat him. And teams did do that. So yeah. let's not forget, they'll just stop blitzing us and they'll drop back. That, yeah. They're, they're going to rush for the entire time and then they're going to spy him. And then it'll be interception time. We've seen that show before. We know how it ends. Yeah. So do you have anything else? I have nothing else, son. I think we covered it. All right. Sorry that podcast had to be a little down. Uh, the bye week's coming up. Uh, stay tuned to all our social media. We want to have another call in. Uh, tr I'll try to keep the phone lines open from uh, for seven hours from... I'm going to try to do 12 to 7, and I'm just going to leave my phone on and the equipment up. So you might hear me on the phone at first. Uh, I'll put out some feelers, see if we can get any callers. If you want to call in, please call in. Please don't make me yell at just my dad. I just want other people <laughs> to yell at with. Yell at or yell with. We can discuss it. I promise we don't bite. So we'd love to hear from everyone out there. So... Stay tuned on our social media. I'll see if I can get a feel for it. But that's all for this week. And remember, it's always a good time when you bear down. Bear down.